Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Down There. I'm your host, Laura McKaig. My mission is to educate, inspire, and empower others to discover that pelvic health and wellness is important, that it doesn't have to be embarrassing or intimidating, and that it can actually be fun to learn about. So let's have some fun learning today. On to the show. This episode of Down There is brought to you by Laura McKaig Physical Therapy, where we help men and women find real solutions to leakage, pain, or other problems down there. Let us help you regain your dignity, stay fit and active, and enjoy your family time, social life, and intimate relationships again. Find us at www.lauramckaigpt.com. Good evening. It is a Sunday evening, and um, this is Laura McKeg with Laura McKeg Physical Therapy, and welcome to the second episode of the new podcast, Down There. If you listen to my first episode, um, I talked a lot about my story and how I got back into physical therapy, why I got back into the career, and how I found this very interesting niche of pelvic floor physical therapy. But what some of you may not know is that the people that I really like to treat and some of the specialty area I have in this is working with people really over the age of 55. Oftentimes people may think of pelvic floor physical therapy as only for younger women who may have had babies or have had birth trauma or something like that. But oh my goodness, that is far from the truth. You can benefit from it at any age. But there's not as many people who will work with the older population, or as I like to call them, active adults, because I am really actually one of those people too. I am an active aging adult. I meant active agers. Um, How did I get there? How did I go from public physical therapy to working with the older population? Um, well, that is one instance where uh, my journey hasn't been an easy one, and it ended up very different from what I expected. Uh, it's been full of detours, roadblocks. Sometimes I feel like I've landed on, you know, do not pass go. Some disappointments, some heartaches, but also a lot of joys, new discoveries, things I never before imagined. So, yeah, what happened? Well, when I got my physical therapy license back, I decided I still wanted to do pelvic floor physical therapy, but I got a job as an on-call therapist in a hospital, a local hospital. I thought that was great. I thought I would love the hospital environment, really getting back in there 
and working with patients again, working with the nursing staff. Well, I tell you, it was terrible. It was not a good fit. I was terrible. I was awful at it. I had been out for so long, I didn't know the new procedures. There were tubes I didn't even know existed that you could put in people, and I was just a mess, let alone the computer documentation, which I had never done. And so being hit with all that at once was just way more than what I could handle. And I found out acute care and inpatient hospital was not the right fit for me. So I parted ways with that. Actually, I got fired after about two months because it just was not a good fit. Um, Then I had an opportunity that sounded great, sounded perfect, but that fell through at the very last minute. So I was left with really nothing. And it was really, really hard to get through that. And just trying to figure out, okay, why did I go through all this? And then this happens. But as God is faithful and he finishes what he puts in motion, he led me to somebody who suggested that I look into a job maybe at a skilled nursing facility, a nursing home, working with older people. And at first I was very, very opposed to it. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to do pelvic floor therapy. And they said, look, you've been out for a while. You need some experience and you need to just get your foot in the door and get back in the game. So I found an opportunity working at um, one of the local retirement communities that had a physical therapy department in it. And it was a good fit. And they took me under their wing. The main physical therapist was my mentor, my teacher, and what I discovered, I loved, absolutely loved working with those patients. I loved working with older adults. It was a good fit for me. I just, I don't know, I guess I'm wired for it, and I really enjoyed that. So that was really cool, and I thought, what if I combined the two? What if I did pelvic floor therapy for older adults? Not many people are doing that. But how am I going to do that? Well, that was a little challenging. A couple of attempts to make that happen didn't work. But then as jobs change and needs of the departments change, I was found with, again, the need to look for some uh, look for some kind of job that was a bit that oh let me go through that again yeah I'm having having mental block here <laughs> I was needing to look for something else that had a few more consistent hours to it so I found a job in a nursing home which again I said I would never do never say never but the director there really wanted to start offering pelvic floor therapy as a service. And there was my opportunity. So I started that. Um, 
the staff therapists were great. They would, they would know which patients had been talking about issues that they had with leakage, with pelvic pain, maybe even with constipation. Did you know that constipation can sometimes be treatable by physical therapy? Yes, it is true, and it works. So just patients like that, and they would make the introduction. And so I got to start out there in the nursing home working with people who had a lot of physical problems, maybe even couldn't even get out of their wheelchair without help. But yet they told me that of all the problems they had, it was their bladder or bowel problems that bothered them the most. And oh, what they would give to get that control back. And despite all the other problems they had, they got better and they saw such an incredible improvement. And boy, that was so motivating for them. That was so encouraging for both myself and my patients. And um, I loved doing it. I did share Margaret's story on my blog. If you go to www.lauramckagpt.com, you can read about Margaret. She was my very, very first um, public floor patient. And I really enjoyed working with her. Uh, she has passed on since. But the neat thing is she was able to go home eventually and spend time with her family before she died. And her daughter told me, Later, mom practiced her exercises every day after that. And she was so, so grateful that she was able to get that control back. So that motivates me. Um, that's one reason why I like working with that older population. Another person that I want to share about is, let's call him John. And John did give me permission to share this letter with you. He was another one of my patients at the nursing home where I worked. And after he left and was able to go home, he wrote this letter. And he said, I initially was going through radiation ther therapy for prostate cancer. Upon completion of my radiation treatments and removal of my full catheter, I had problems with weak urine flow. I was introduced to pelvic floor physical therapy by Laura McKegg, a physical therapist at the place where I was for rehabilitation, and I received the okay to participate from my urologist in this therapy. Doing the pelvic floor therapy after completion of my cancer treatments has helped me to strengthen my pelvic floor muscles and strengthen my urine flow. The physical therapy has been a most effective way of controlling my incontinence without medication or surgery. Doing the pelvic floor physical therapy and the exercises have helped with my urine leakage. Laura McKegg, having this specialty training has been a great help to me, and I continue to do these exercises on my own now. 
I'm sure this would be beneficial to other men who could use this service. Yours truly. And there's just another example. Yes, men do suffer with this. Women suffer with it. People of all ages deal with these problems. And are you too old? Is there anyone who's too old to benefit? Think about it. Is anyone too old to benefit from any kind of exercise? I haven't met anyone yet. Is anyone too old not to get stronger, um, not to get more endurance, not to get their activity level back? I haven't met anyone yet. There's nobody too old to benefit from this. And that's one reason I've become a Medicare provider. I've just recently done that in the last month or two, and I am very happy to be able to offer this in my clinic to people who have Medicare as their insurance. So if you're listening and you are Medicare age or you have friends who are, please share this with them. Share with them that yes, help is available for these issues. You don't have to assume that just because you're getting old that leakage is just a part of natural aging, that having that pain is just part of getting old totally not true. There is something you can do about it and you can regain control. Our bodies are not designed to leak. And I hope even if I help just one more person, this whole journey will have been worth it. It was worth it for Margaret. It was worth it for John. And I hope it's worth it for you or somebody that you know. So, I'm going to end here, a little bit shorter podcast today, but thank you for listening very much, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Go ahead and drop in a comment. Let us know how you liked this last episode. I'd love to hear from you. Do you have any questions or do you want to learn more about us? Perhaps you're ready to take the next step. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Laura McKeg PT or visit our website at www.lauramckegpt.com to learn even more.